Hello and welcome. Welcome to You Uplifted, the place where open hearts and open minds can come together to talk about and discover new ways in which to heal, grow, and fully step into their own power and potential. My name is Safa and I am your host. I am an intuitive healer as well as a women's health and wellness life coach and a yoga teacher and I am honored to be able to be with you today. As always, these episodes are meant to further help you along your path to embody your power and take flight and live a thriving life. Now, today's episode, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Audrey Powell, and some of you, especially those of you who follow her on Instagram, may know her as the Sunflower Soul Coach. Now, Audrey is a spiritual mentor who helps women become their highest self by healing through energy work and mindset work. And she helps women take their own power and learn how to use it to heal and become the best version of themselves fully through Reiki and chakra work. Audrey is obsessed with sharing all the work she has applied to in her own life and sharing it with the people around her to help them heal. I am so, so excited about this interview and I really hope that you enjoy it. So without further ado, here is Audrey. Oh, and just a little bit of a warning. We are grown-ups having grown-up conversations, so language advisory is in place. Enjoy. Well, welcome, Audrey. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so, so excited that you were able to make today's call because I just... It's one of those really funny things. I was having a conversation with one of my other friends the other day that I do go on rants about social media and how I feel like it disconnects us from each other in many ways because Mm -hmm. it feels very artificial and it doesn't feel quite as honest to me all the time. And so to me, it's been, yeah, it's been that barrier. But the funny thing is, is like for the last year and a half to two years, I've actually made really deep connections. Yeah. Yeah. With people just through like Instagram, just random reaching out. Oh my God, I love your message. How can we like empower each other? And so there's some sort of sweet, sweet magic in that as well. Yes. I, I mean, social media can be, it can weigh two ways. And that's so funny that you said that because I literally I have this app and it's probably not a great app, but sometimes I like to clean my Instagram out and like, okay, who's no longer following me, engaging me. Mm -hmm. Do I need to clean out? And I do it, but sometimes it like gets into my head because I'm like, some of these people I've talked to, but just because I wasn't consistently talking to you or connecting with you, you've unfollowed me. And it's that like not true connection. It's like, okay, I'm only here for your page to buy or sell or for you to buy for me and connect fully all the time. When I'm like, there's so many people on Instagram, but then you have those people like you. And I've mm-hmm. met, I have friends in every state to where I travel with one of my best friends. And we've traveled at least three times since I've started my business in different states. And I've met people from Instagram. And yeah. she's always like, how many friends do you have? And you know them all from internet. I'm like, yes, that's what the beauty of all this. Like there, you can meet those people and have a true connection, not have to like sell anything, be anything, just like empower each other. Like you said. Exactly. And it happens. And same with this, you know, I love the fact that we are able to connect via zoom, you know, you're somewhere mm-hmm. else entirely. I'm here down in Houston, but yeah, we're able to have this open communication and we were able to do our meditation a couple of months ago. So for the yes. listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about. So when was this back in uh, the beginning of April? 
Yeah, I don't know. My times are running together. Oh, makes yeah, it was like oh my God, before, me too. It was like right when COVID started. So I want to say March, honestly. Yeah, so it's crazy? been a while. Yeah. Oh, we need, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, we need to do another one. This so all like started at the beginning, in March, but yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of all of this, Audrey and I had this sense. We just really wanted to find more and more ways to further serve people and mm. be there to support one another. And we decided we were going to offer this free live meditation via Zoom. And I think that was the first time you and and I saw each other face to face, but we've been having so much communication over connection. The last, yeah. yeah. <laughs> months. The- <laughs> we've been talking to each other for months. I don't even know like how we saw each other's page, honestly. Oh my God, me talking neither. To you. Like I really don't, can't even remember like how I started following you, how you started following me, but all that doesn't matter because it's like we built this connection through an internet to whenever I come to Texas, I'll meet you. Absolutely. I say the same thing. If ever I'm in your neck of the woods, I will definitely come in. Yeah, I do it all the time. I've already met like three people off of Instagram. I'm like, okay, who else can I meet next? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's again, I think that there's some sort of sweet magic in that where maybe that's the hopeful message. You know, we can say, I know that sometimes it feels all of this external communication is very artificial and doesn't work, but every now and then there is that true connection. Yes. Part of part of what's important for me in terms of connecting with people is is the auditory, how to, the vibrant uh, resonance with one another. So to me, it's important yeah. for me to be able to hear you and know the tone of your voice, feel your energy, kind of yes. intuit where it is that you're at in your day to day. Because if all we're doing is text messaging each other, then I have no clue nope. what yeah. in the world is going on. That's why I'm a huge like voice person on Instagram. Cause I'm like, I want to just speak instead of like mm-hmm. texting back and forth, especially if I have something important to say or a long message. Like you said, like people can misread through the lines with messaging. It's so important to just talk and connect some kind of way. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's why I love the idea of this podcast and helping Mm -hmm. women to really become more empowered and find new ways and techniques and practices and tools that they can use to fully embody their own spirit and their own power. Right. That was the idea. Uh, A little bit of a side note as well for the listeners here real quick. Like I said at the beginning, we are doing this via Zoom because we're not in the same space together, but we are energetically. (laughs) Yes. So there may be a couple of hiccups in the audio. I'm going to try my my best to keep it as clean as possible but in case you do hear something don't give up on the show I promise it'll be worth it just be a little patient with us as the technology gods sometimes like to laugh at us but listen Audrey one of the things that I really love about you is the passion that you have for healing tools as a way of connecting us deeper to ourselves and one of the biggest things like one of the things I see you be most passionate about is chakra work right I see how empowered you feel by it I I know that you use it to help your clients further develop their businesses get clarity do so many different things so can you tell us a little bit more first about yourself and then also what started your passion for all things Mm. chakras okay so I'm 30 years old and I've been a spiritual mentor for a year, but I've been into coaching for two years. So what started all of this like coaching stuff and the things that I do is I've suffered with depression literally my whole life and anxiety, but I wasn't aware of it until probably my middle twenties, literally eight or late twenties is when I started figuring it out that I was, something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to figure something out or I was going to kill myself because I've I know that's probably like very harsh but that's where I was in my life like I had 
tried to commit suicide at least three times. Mm -hmm. None of them worked. I had relationships that fell. My parents, my dad had passed away when I was younger, just a lot of stuff, a lot of trauma. And I wanted answers and I tried everything. I would do therapy. I would talk to people. I didn't have a lot of empowering women around me. My mom was suffering with depression, with alcoholic, alcoholism. So I just wanted answers. And somehow I was on Instagram, I guess, three years ago, ran across a life coach. Honestly, had no idea who she was, had no idea what life coaching was, but I, she had a podcast. So I started listening to her podcasts. I dived into it. Then she said that you can help people. Basically, I started the business of wanting to help people, but did mm-hmm. not realize it was going to be a big journey for me. Mm-hmm. And because at that point, like I was feeling good. I had just finished my last depression episode. I was on depression medicine around this time. So I was like, oh, I'm good. Like all this stuff. I ended up hiring my own coach, but she was supposed to just help me with like my business, but she ended up helping me with so much more like my mindset, the way I was mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. And I started my business six months in my business. I still had like nobody buying for me. I still had a lot of issues that were going on. I had another depression issue, not to the point where I wanted to like commit suicide, but it was still like, what is going on with me? Yeah. I went to a retreat and a Reiki healer was there. And it was Mm -hmm. my first time, if you guys don't know about Reiki healing at all, but this was my first experience with Mm -hmm. it. I had no idea what she was doing to me, what she was talking about. She literally just gave me like very few steps and was like, your root chakra is blocked. Your solar plex chakra is blocked. Most likely all your chakras are blocked. And I was like, what? What in the world are you talking about? I had no idea. So she just told me like simple work, like go outside, do this. And I'm like, okay. So I went home, researched it, watched YouTube videos, bought books all about chakras and ended up starting with the root chakra because from what I was listening and reading at that time, it was like, start with your root chakra, ground yourself down. And I ended up hiring a Reiki healer to come to my house once a month just to clear out my energy because whatever that woman did, at, which actually she's my friend and she's my Reiki healer now, Kendall, yeah. um, whatever she did, we're really great friends now. She changed my life and chakras wow. have changed my life to where I now am more into my body and less mm-hmm. in my head. And I think that's like the biggest thing for me. And it's so hard to compromise, I think, with people sometimes. But you, we live in our head. Like our mm-hmm. voices in our head tells us stories over and over that we're not good enough. Who are you to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And a lot of it stems from our childhood, things we've been through. And like, mm-hmm. I just did some very deep healing, but it started with like simple root, like simple chakra work. Then I started hiring spiritual coaches. I started hiring courses that were about chakras that dug mm-hmm. deeper into it. And now I teach it to other women because it changed, it changed my life. And this was all I started chakra work last year in March mm-hmm. and really dug into it within the whole year of 2019 to where I'm now like teaching it fully in 2020. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's exactly how healing works. I feel like the universe presents situations to us and we've embodied the ability of choosing and deciding what we're going to give matter to and what not. And usually we tend to, exactly like you said, we tend to be very outwardly focused and we forget to truly and deeply connect within ourselves and to listen mm-hmm. and to understand and to pay attention. And that's where all of that introspective work comes in. And whenever we do do that work, there's this beautiful alchemy that happens because in the doing of the work, in the doing of the healing, 
you're able then to share that with other people to hopefully allow them to find the same insights. Well, maybe not the same, but to help them find healing, to help them find grounding. And that's one of the biggest things, one of the biggest draws, I think, for people like you and me who want to help other people really fully heal and step into their power and learn the tools, right? It's through our yeah, learning, the tools. through our own mm-hmm. pain that we do the service to others. So it's interesting yes. because it's almost like, well, yes, you were dealing with all of this and there was so much shade and there was so much pain and there was so much discomfort, but it was because of that, that you are now able to serve in this particular way. And I think there's something mm-hmm. so beautiful about that. Yeah. I definitely a hundred percent believe that every path we go down, we were supposed to be down it and mm-hmm. we're supposed to go through it. Like I've, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm going to keep, I'm all honesty. So on my Instagram, Same. I don't share this a lot, but I should share it more. I've been to jail. I've been to jail twice. Mm-hmm. And those were from actions that I took that were in my head mm-hmm. instead of being in my body. And I didn't love myself. I never, never loved myself, never accepted myself until just recently. And so if I was introduced to this stuff, around that time, I feel like my life would have been different. But at the same time, I look at it and I'm like, thank you, God, for putting me in jail in that cell. Because those were the moments that woke me up that was like, hey, you're either going to die, be in jail, or just live a miserable life. Like you have to do something. Like I was to the point where I was like, I'm willing to do anything. And it took me years to get to that Mm -hmm. point. But my biggest thing with women is I don't want them to get to that point. And if they are at that point, I'll still meet them at that Mm -hmm. point, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I 100% hear you. And I resonate with that so deeply because I can relate 100%. Oh, by the way, I'm laughing internally because there's beautiful birds singing behind you. So we've got, I feel like for everybody who's listening, I feel like we're doing a little bit of like, it's almost as if we're sitting outside your house yeah. on your porch, drinking some tea, <laughs> having Sorry. this conversation. I'm a being, I'm connected to nature. So no, that's great. And as <laughs> that's a matter like, of fact, if you want me to get in zone, let me get outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh girl, I totally hear you. And it, as a matter of fact, that's such a powerful tool in terms of grounding. A lot of times yeah. people will hear people like you and me use words like grounding. Grounding. Get grounded, and they're like, what is ground. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's what my Reiki healer <laughs> told me. And I was like, what What's that? Exactly. You're like, what in the world is grounding? So as a matter of fact, why don't we go down that rabbit hole a little bit and talk about what grounding means to you? Yeah. Grounding to me. Oh man, there's so many like beautiful ways to do it. But when I first started learning, which grounding's in our root chakra, that's going to, cause it's root. So you're going to root yourself down into the ground and it's not like literally getting in the dirt, which yes, actually that is a beautiful practice to do, oh, yeah. but it's grounding yourself down into your purpose of who you truly are mm-hmm. and what you are meant to be here on earth. Because for me, when I suffered with depression, I had, I did not think I had a purpose here on earth. Like mm-hmm. relationships were falling apart. I didn't think my mom loved me. All this stuff was falling apart I couldn't love myself so once I started working on my root chakra it's grounding myself down into who I truly am mm-hmm. and what my purpose is on earth and a lot of a beautiful technique for that is putting our feet into literally mother nature because mother yes. nature is so healing touching a tree hugging a tree might sound yes. very heavy but literally all this stuff talking to plants just starting your feet into bare grass like and barefoot into grass is mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful practice for your root chakra. And that's like the work that I did when I started working with chakras. It was just very yeah. simple. And then I dug deeper into it. But 
<laughs> That's the start of it. <laughs> oh my God. And I love that you're saying that because we've also had an episode where I talk a little bit about cleansing techniques and grounding techniques and exactly like hugging trees, putting your feet in the ground, all of that. was And yeah, it's so, it's powerful alchemy because at the end of the day, we may not acknowledge this or remember this, but we are nature and mm -hmm. we are the universe embodied. That's one of my biggest messages to my clients always. I love is that. Remember, we are the universe embodied. So that deep connection, even on a physical level, because we are the universe embodied, but we're in a physical shell or in a physical form. So making that deep connection to the earth beneath us, to hug a tree, to feel the wind, to lay yeah. out while it's sunny or to even the be sun. in the rain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So let the rain pour down your body. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so healing so and they're so cleansing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, I love all of this. And <laughs> you know, chakra work is interesting to me because chakra work is something that I was introduced to when I was younger, when I was probably in middle school or so. And ironically enough, and I think you're going to find this funny or interesting at least, is it also happened through a Reiki healer. Yeah, so my I feel like either that or yoga is the two ways you're going to find it. Yeah, it's so interesting. Well, unless you've got friends who are very like hippie or, at heart. Yeah, like know? me, because like now my friends know it and none of them are yoga coaches. Like a lot of my college friends are total opposite of me. I'm the hippie <laughs> of the group yeah, is what too. they say, but they make fun of me because like if they are using their voice at work or with a relationship, they'll text me like, I just used my throat chakra. Are you proud of me? Ooh, I'm like, yes. I love <laughs> like, Go that. girl. So like I'm teaching them even though I don't like, I'm, they're not my clients. They're just my yes. friends. They're just around me. So. And that's how we teach each other. We just embody yeah. our truth and our truth. Truth who you are and what you love. Yes. You don't, I, people call me weird all the time. I've had, I've been on dates and they've called me a witch and I'm like, not oh, really, yeah. but okay. That's what I, yeah. I see myself. I totally embrace that. I am totally a witch. I will take it and I will embrace yeah. it and I will I say not really, power. but I'm just like, I just kind of laugh because I'm like, your definition of a witch is different than what I think of it is, Ooh. but that's okay because Ooh. We need a whole new episode for I that. Know, I was gonna say, and honestly, a witch is we're all witches because we're all manifesting. Like what? <laughs> like, yes, okay, that's oh, a whole girl. Like I said, <laughs> we need a whole new episode. So much vernacular, oh so much about the patriarchy. Oh God. Yeah, definitely need a whole new episode for that specific oh, topic man. alone. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so I did I did go to a Reiki healer, and that's how I learned about chakras myself. Mm. I discovered at a very early age then, because this was middle school, that when I did Oh, that's so beautiful. I know. And I wish I would have kept up with it. When I did the work and I sat down with it and I really processed, I felt grounded. And to me, grounding, going back to that a little bit, is exact almost exactly what you said is to me is finding that center within yourself where you can really root down and open up to grace and love mm -hmm. and really embody the truth of who you are as a soul yeah. and then from there really share that light with the rest of the world and it yeah spread your roots yep exactly and it helped a lot but at that point in my life I was so in the story of my own ego of not yeah. being good enough and needing to be as thin as possible that all of the beautiful lessons that were being brought to me were just not ready but they were they were dealing they were planting the seeds you know yes and I think that God eventually came up puts stuff when we're ready yes like if we keep begging it which that's a whole nother episode too but if we keep like <laughs> begging for something we're like why isn't it happening because he's gonna put it universe God whatever you guys believe in is going to put it in your life at the moment you least expect it but the moment that you do need it because if I was introduced to chakras three years ago 
super mm-hmm. depressed on the floor, I probably would have turned it down because yes. I, I was so in my head that I didn't want anybody. I, mm-hmm. I was set on that. I was leaving the world. I was set that I wasn't going to be here. I was set that I'm living day to day. I wasn't listening mm-hmm. to my friends that told me, Hey, if you did this, it might help you. Like, I was like, no, it's not like, what? Mm-hmm. so that's where it's like meeting yeah. where they're at, but also knowing that everything comes to us at a divine time. Agreed. And it's about those choices we make, you know, and we have absolutely the right to choose not to. And that's yeah. fine. And that doesn't mean it doesn't make us bad. It doesn't make us terrible. It just means we're maybe not ready for that growth. Not at that point. Maybe we're not even ready for that growth until, I don't know, three, five lifetimes, if you believe yeah. in that. Because like you, fine. I'm like, I wish I would have started this at middle school. I wish I would have yes. known this as a kid to where my yes. goal, like I also teach chakra for parents to help them with their kids. Because oh, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, I'm a nanny, so I help with kids and I kind of do chakra work with kids, but I don't like mm. tell them chakras. I'm not like you're a root chakra. I'm just like, <laughs> let's go outside, put your feet in the ground. Kids love it. Kids like to be dirty. I let them be oh, dirty. And I think I that starting that. at as young age, that's where we're, our stories, that's everything that we're getting grounded into is going to start at a very young age. Oh my gosh. I love that. And that actually brings me to my next question for you, which yeah. is what kind of misconceptions do you usually encounter when talking to people about the work that you do? Um, well, the witch thing. Um, <laughs> the, I think the, the weirdest is sometimes it's hard for me to explain to people because I'm so into it that I have to bring it back to the basics of it. Mm. I'm like, whoa. And that I'm still actually, I'll be honest, I'm still kind of, co- I'm working with that with my coach. Like we're trying yeah. to, because I just launched a big course and I was having a hard time to like bring it to the basics of people. And I mean, it's enormous. Guys, we're, we're growing all the time. Like I still struggle with things. I'm like, how can I yes. bring this to where people understand and they don't get this like miscommunication about it? I don't think a lot of people understand that our energy is literally everything. And I didn't really understand that, which it's not even just energy. When I say energy, people think like, oh, I'm hyped up. I'm awake. No, it's like you are going to be aware internally of yourself. And when I say internally of yourself, like when you wake up in the morning, you're going to know exactly how you're feeling. That's your mm-hmm. intuition, which is mm-hmm. your third eye, which is your chakra, your third eye chakra yes. and your heart chakra. And you're going to give yourself love and grace for whatever you're feeling. Okay. Do I feel happy today? Check in with yourself. I'm feeling happy. The moment I wake up, what do I need to do? Maybe mm-hmm. it's go make a cup of coffee and do meditation right away. Sometimes for me, it's sleep. People mm-hmm. are like, Oh, have this perfect morning routine. I'm like, honestly, you that's the thing. We're human. Mm-hmm. Have your human grace. I think that's the misconception of all this is that people think you have, you're going to fully heal your shockers and you're always going to be healed. No, yes. it's tapping yes. into your energy and what you are needing every single day of every minute too. Yes. That's important. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I so agree with that. It does. No, it does. It 100% makes sense. And I agree with you so much because that's exactly one of the things that I work with with, on my own clients, because it's funny. We all, I I think we've gotten used to living in a place and in in a world that gives things to us very automatically. And Mm -hmm. I believe what it's created is this sense of instant gratification. So in other words, we think that, well, let's take the manifestation thing as a, as a, just a quick example. We mm-hmm. think that if we really want to make something happen, all we have to do is like get a vision board, put some pictures up and that's it. And then, mm. and then oh, I have something to happen immediately. <laughs> like we think, oh, but I did this. 
this and yeah. it didn't happen today. Like what happened? Yep. It's not the way that the universe works. It's not nope. the way anything works. We really forget that a lot of the time, the things that are really worth growth and the things that are really going to bloom for us need care and attention and practice and they need vulnerability and they need work, constant work. You constant, can't just yeah. show up one day and the and next the, day, oops, it's done. Yep. And the work part, I'm going to change that word because this is a big thing for me the past month. I've changed it is mm-hmm. instead of saying work, because people get misconception from work. They're like, I don't want to do that work. That's hard work. Cause to be honest, healing is hard work. It but is. what if you change the word from work to love? Because it's a constant, because I, I was reading this book mm-hmm. called spiritual hacker and he, the author talked about change the word from work to love, because in all honesty, that's what we're here on earth for is finding love for ourselves to where we can spread it to others. And I'm like that, that's what I've been doing this whole time while I've been doing shocker work on myself is finding love for me, like literally love all of it. You can be like, Oh, I do love myself, Audrey. I already Mm -hmm. love myself. I'm like, but do you love like your shadows? Do you love that you get mad? Do you love that you get road rage? Do you love that you yell at your kids or do you blame yourself? Do you get Mm -hmm. angry? Like Mm -hmm. that's the work. That's the Mm -hmm. energy because that's the manifestation going back to the manifestation part. Affirmations. Mm -hmm. I don't, I like affirmations because I use them but if you don't have the energy behind it, it's not going to work. Cause mm-hmm. that's what happened to me. Like when I started manifesting, I was like, this shit's not working. Sorry if I cuss. This is not working. Why is this not working? I'm saying my affirmations. I'm doing my journal work. I'm being grateful for everything, but it's really going down and being like, wait a minute. I have these fears, which is your root chakra. It's working through each chakra. I'm like, why am I really not getting this? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not really loving and giving grace to myself for having a negative day. We're allowed yes. to have a negative day. And yeah. that's where I think a whole nother miscommunication for spiritual world is that we're not allowed to be negative. Honestly, yeah. I have road rage like crazy. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm aware of it. I love it. And I, that's my shadow. So I've accepted it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, and I'm like, why, why do I keep getting angry still? Like, why am I like this? But yes. it's figuring it out. And as soon as I started loving it, I actually lessened road rage. I now like <sighs> And I don't know how to explain it, but as soon as it's you shine embracing. light to mm-hmm. that shadow, mm-hmm. the less you're going to do it because you're going to love it. And you're like, okay, I love you. I forgive you. And you're yeah. aware of it. Yeah. So- oh, I adore that. And you know what? I do like that better. I like it better than saying work, though it is. And I don't want to discount that side of it because, I, again, I don't want us to fall into the, get, oh, if I just yeah. skate by or whatever. But no, I do get work. what you're saying. It's 100% it is. work. But if it you're is. trying to get people to come into the work, I think it's the words that we use. And I just learned this a month yep. ago. But I've been, like, changing it, too. Like, every time I say work, I'm like, wait a minute. It's love because it's not – I have to shine love into it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to work on that. I need to do that. No, I need to love on that. I need to give a little mm-hmm. bit of love. Because most likely it is like love. Like if you're getting angry with your kids or if you're road raging, oh, I need to work on that. That's hard. No, I need to love on that and like mm-hmm. give myself a little bit of love and grace and like actually see what's going on. Like, why am I getting road rage? Am I anxious? Am I yes. not giving myself enough time? 
to get to work? Like what's actually going on to the root cause of it? Underneath the surface. I think we need to start being more proactive about really asking the deep questions and finding our core wounding or the reason why we even use the words that we use the way that we use them toward ourselves because we don't talk the same way to other people. And then Mm -hmm. use that to further help us empower ourselves. And one thing that you said earlier that I actually really like, and I would, same as you, I believe that words have very deep power. So for the most part, I try to be very cognizant of the words that I use and I try to infuse them with the power that they are meant to be given. Well, for me, one of the words that we use in the spiritual community or even in the coaching community a lot is the word acceptance. Oh, accept yourself exactly as you are. And here's the thing to me in my body as like an intuitive it doesn't sit well. Like if I, if you and I were like in love or whatever, and (laughs) I like Mm -hmm. sat you down and I said to you, Audrey, I really love you. And I know that there's all of this shade about you. And I know that you've got your problems, but I accept you. How does that feel in your body? No. (laughs) Yeah. It feels horrible, doesn't it? We have things that we don't accept about ourselves. And those are the things that we have to shine a little bit more love on. And so, yeah, it feels grace. horrible. It makes you cringe. To me, like yeah. if someone tells me, oh, I've I know this and this and this acceptance. about you, you but I accept, accept you. Oh, I, I want to crawl out of my skin. Yeah, it makes me want to crawl out of my skin. I don't ever say that. Maybe my spiritual coaches don't say it. And that's why we're aligned yeah, well, with good. the right people. So. Good, I'm glad. No, I've heard it from others. And where I was going with that is that because it really does make me want to crawl out of my skin. It makes me physically ill almost. But yeah. where, I, where, where I would take it then is I would say, instead of thinking of accepting ourselves is embrace, like embrace every single embrace. part of who I love you are. that with yeah. love and with grace and with presence. And that's where that, that space grows. Cause then same Absolutely. conversation, I go back to you and I say, Oh, I realize, you know, this and this is part of your shade, but I embrace every single part of who you are. Oh my God. What a difference. What a difference. Because I mean, we can go into like my stuff of like when I was learning to, can you hear loud music? Cause if so, I can go. No, 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 okay, no, you're good. Perfectly Cause fine. there's someone like <laughs> banging some music over here. Oh no. Cool. The bird was way louder than the music. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, going back to accepting and what was embracing, like everyone would try to, like, I'm a very emotional human being, like super Mm -hmm. emotional for the longest time. I could not accept it because no one else accepted it. There would always be like, you're emotional. You're too emotional. And so they're like, and I would try to tell myself, accept it, accept it. No. What if I embrace it Mm -hmm. and let myself be emotional in a way that feels good to me. And I love it to where now people, I don't have my friends now don't ever say anything about me being emotional. They just know that like I embrace it and that's me. Like, yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh gosh. I love that. I really, really love that. So I'm glad that we were able to touch on that because I think it's yes. really important. That was beautiful. But, uh, and you know, that's putting the misconceptions to the side. What are some of your favorite ways to clear ground balance and cleanse the chakras? Mm. I know that's probably like a super lengthy topic. That's but like, like everything. With, oh, my favorite. So I think the most common two chakras which honestly all of them if one chakra is blocked all of them are blocked Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the most common two ones that I've really 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 worked on actually three I'm gonna do mm, ah, see that's a hard question (laughs) okay maybe four okay but they all kind of go together so I'm gonna start with the very powerful one which are actually in the masculine energy 
chakras Mm -hmm. we have i mean just like with everything like you have a feminine and Mm -hmm. masculine energy and our chakras feminine and masculine energy yeah but if i'm i actually have a feminine one too that's very beautiful that actually does a lot of masculine work and feminine work but my root chakra my sacral chakra solar plex chakra and my third eye there's only ones i'm gonna do everything else kind of goes together when you have them all together and the reason why, like the most thing I like to do, so our root chakra, I'm just going to give a little background to these four chakras I named. Our root chakra, like I said, is our purpose, where a lot of our money issues lie, our fears lie in our root chakra. So I really love to, every time I have a negative thought, or not a thought, a manifestation thought, say I want to make 5K a month. This is a, a random example because money somehow is always in the coaching industry. I want to make this amount of money. I want to and manifest this money. I'm like, okay, well, what's your fear behind it? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you not wanting that? Do you have a fear that you're not going to hit that goal? Do you have fear of taking on too much responsibility? You're not good enough. Like what's the fear? So my thing with myself, like I'm manifesting love. I want to manifest love. What's my fear? I've had some horrible relationships. I've seen my mom been married. So it's like working through the fears. I love that. So my biggest thing is just take your manifestation and then take your fears and be honest with yourself. Really ask yourself, why am I not manifesting this? Why am I not getting that? Which is going to lead into your root chakra and work through your fears, which is very, very powerful for your root chakra. So that's my favorite technique for the root chakra. Mm -hmm. Plus grounding yourself outside. Literally just put your feet in the grass. It'll feel good. Um, Second chakra, sacral chakra, which is a very feminine energy chakra. But also a lot of our, for females, a lot of our guilt is hung in there. Like we can get, when we feel really guilty or very shameful of who we are, it's in our sacral chakra. And so so our sacral chakra is like in our noble area, guys, like our vagina area for females, Mm -hmm. like it's our very feminine power. And when that chakra is unblocked, you are glowing of power, feminine goddess power. Mm -hmm. My favorite technique to do with that is literally to just dance simple music find some art find creative things that you love to do it could be writing it could be reading a book it could be playing outside with your kids riding a bike actually literally everything you love surrendering everything that gives you stress and going to do dropping it and doing something you love Mm. 100% favorite thing for the sacral chakra because it makes you feel so it it flows in that creative energy too into you Another thing, mm-hmm. technique of mine is to work through my past. That's a very heavy one, but I'll give you a little one just to work through my past of everything that brings shame to me. Like, why do I feel shame around this? And just ask myself and journaling it. Mm-hmm. And then this goes into our solar plex chakra, which is in like our tummy area. This is where our confidence is held. So when we really work on our root chakra and our sacral chakra, we are going to be glowing in our solar plex chakra. Our confidence is going to be skyrocket. Mm-hmm. And this was a big thing for me. I had a lot of insecurities. I did not love myself. I didn't know who I was. But when I can work through those fears, ground myself down, I start beaming in my solar plex chakra. So they all kind of go together. But my favorite thing with the solar plex chakra is to put yourself, wear yellow, put yourself in the sun and Mm. just like energetically fill your body up with love, like telling yourself, I am confident, 
put on the sexiest outfit you have, whatever yes. you want to do to make your, like what makes you feel confident, do the stuff that makes you feel confident. And this is yes, affirmations, but do it while you're doing something that makes you feel confident. Maybe it's mm. singing, maybe it's writing, maybe it's doing the work you love, being a mom, whatever it is. Like for me, it's this work, like talking about, like whenever I talk to a friend about chakras, <laughs> I feel so confident. My power's beaming. People tell me all the time, you are beaming, you know, so much. I have to keep reminding myself journaling yeah. about it. Yeah. And then the last chakra that I'm going to talk about is the third eye chakra, which is right in between our eyebrows. And this is our intuition. This is a very an important mm. one to me because for the longest time, I could not trust myself. I was searching for everyone else to have the answers or yes. for someone else to tell me that you're beautiful or for someone else to tell me you can do that or you are loved or whatever. Mm. So for this one, and this is also goes into manifestation for visualization, but I think intuition's more important for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so when you, to really work on this one, meditation's the biggest key for this to get deal with yourself. You don't even have to call it meditation. Literally just mm -hmm. sit in the car with no music on your way home, no music. Ask yourself, what do I need when I get home? Or the first thing in the morning before you pick up your phone, before you get out of bed and make mm -hmm. coffee, head on the pillow, what do I need? That's your intuition saying, maybe you need five minutes of sleep. Maybe you need to yes. get up, work out, or maybe you just need to chill and watch TV, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And to not feel guilty about it. That goes back into your sacral chakra, have love, grace for it and be like, no, mm -hmm. nothing else matters. Like whatever it is and listen to that inner voice Yes. and stop asking people, do you like that? Do you like this? Is this good? Like, that's like the biggest thing to it for approval. So yeah. Yeah. Cause you're building your company. It's great to have empowering friends, but the more you become intuitive with yourself, mm -hmm. the less you're asking for other people's opinions and more it's like, Hey, go on. Like, I have this idea. Just tell me if you have a little bit more stuff to it. And that's it. Other than that, like, I already believe in it. <laughs> so, yes. That makes yes. Sense. So, yeah, it does. And how funny that we're hard. always <laughs> externalizing that, you know, it's funny because yeah. in the intuition well, episode, yes. I talk about that. We constantly give our power away when it's all internal, stop externalizing, yeah. go internal. And then also remember your intuition doesn't have to be some very precise precognitive moment about how the rest of your life is going to be your intuition no, literally, it's literally in the morning could just be oh i want a pop tart <laughs> yeah and there's I mean, and there's so much power in that like everything mm -hmm. like yeah sometimes in the morning like i'll wake up I'm like am i just being lazy i want to sleep in or is it like i really need some sleep or i'm yes. gonna be cranky today and sometimes yes. it is sleep and I tell my clients all the time, they're like, well, I have to have this perfect morning routine. I think mean, that's the thing. Give up control on it. Trust your intuition. Yep. What is she telling you? Listen to her. If you want to do your routine at night, that's fine. Yes. I, I try to make sure I get my routine in every day. It doesn't happen every morning though. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it happens mm -hmm. right before bed. Sometimes it happens in the middle of day. Sometimes I double up the next day. Yep. <laughs> Literally just depends on how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I think there's, there's a, a keen difference. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I think there's a keen difference in there in listening to our intuition. There's, I, and I'll say it again, because I did say it in the intuition episode. And if the listeners haven't heard that, please go back and listen mm -hmm. to it. But the, there's a difference between intuition and emotion. 
Intuition doesn't yes. mean that you're just being led to and fro like a crazy person by your emotions. No, in fact, your intuition is your fine-tuned guide. It tells you. It's that voice, that knowing, that inner self knowing that says, hey, look at this. Watch out for that. How about we yeah. observe this? In in it's very introspective, but it doesn't let itself be carried away by emotion. So it's mm. not like that at all. Yes, my biggest like example is: Do you experience a lot of anxiety? Like I've experienced mm. a lot of anxiety. I don't really anymore because I've worked on my chakras. But mm -hmm. this is a big thing because I'm not a therapist, all this stuff. But I do believe when you start to heal through your chakras, you can heal a lot of the massive stuff like anxiety. Um, when I experienced a lot of anxiety, a lot of stuff was like, I was doing stuff that was not comfortable with me, which was not my intuition. I was just mm -hmm. doing it to say yes to them or it wasn't, I wasn't taking my power into the situation and then it was giving me massive anxiety. So that's yes. my body literally telling me mm -hmm. my panic attacks and it attacks and anxiety attacks. Hey, you're not listening to yourself, not listening to that inner voice that feels good. Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself anxiety because you think it needs to be this way or you'll like, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, anxiety, that's my biggest yeah. thing. It's like listening to Cause that's an emotion, anxiety is an emotion, mm -hmm. how like worries and emotion people are feeling that. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, okay, when you experience that anxiety, I want you to journal mm -hmm. on everything that's going around. What did you say yes to? Mm -hmm. What's the situation? Mm -hmm. What would it look like if you didn't have it? I did this with my ex-boyfriend. I was in a toxic relationship for three years and I would play with my energy. Mm -hmm. My coach thought I was crazy that I did this. <laughs> she also said it made you very intuitive with yourself because mm -hmm. I've learned a lot. I would hang out with him for like a week, massive anxiety. I would journal on it every day. I'm like, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. And then the next week I would tell him, Hey, I can't hang out with you. And mm -hmm. went and talked to him, would block him, everything. Peace, total yeah. peace to where it yeah. kind of told me, my intuition kind of told me like, you don't need to be with this person. This exactly. person is bringing in like massive. This is just an example that I use in my life, which you can do with everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Work, like what's yep. going on at work or how can you fix the situation to trust in your intuition, all that stuff. Agreed. Oh my gosh, so much to that. Yes. I'm just nodding my head furiously. Sorry. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, I can talk so much about this. No. Oh my God. So no, me too. I told I you guys some like deep, <laughs> juicy stuff that I tell like my one-on-one -on -one clients. So yes, um, it's just, it's so needed. It's so needed. It is so needed. And that's how we heal each other. And that's why we're here. And that's why I wanted you on the show to begin with, because I knew this conversation needed to be had. It was important. And again, mm. like I'm probably going to ask you to come back anyway, because we have so many other topics to look at but, you know and it was the same thing I, I have that happen a lot of times with the people that I have over as guests just because there's so much power and like effervescence you know like everybody yeah. feels so like buoyant and like powerfully empowered within their own that was very redundant but you know what I mean we all get very excited yeah. about what we talk about but yeah I love that and I was gonna ask you but I can see where this is where this is going through mm -hmm. but I would love it for you to put it in your own words how working with the balancing of the chakras, how working with that internal really self-healing can help us in terms of even building our own businesses up. Mm, chakras can help anything. <laughs> I'm like, it can help your children. It can help your relationship. It can help your business. So for your business, oh man, it can help you root down into what you are really good at and know your purpose and what you want to do in your business. Because when I first started coaching, I did relationship coaching 
with like personal relationship for people to build a personal relationship. I'm still kind of doing that, but like more of a spiritual way. Cause I started becoming more spiritual or learning more spiritual stuff. So it's rooting down to something you've always loved and not letting the external world define what you love or tell mm-hmm. you to do this or that. And then the chakras also bring in more of your confidence within your business to know, cause the work that I do with my clients, when it comes to like their business, I have them really break down the rules of like, what feels good? What doesn't feel good in your business? What rules did you latch on from people that you no longer want to do or mm-hmm. has not been feeling good? Because when I first started, nothing against my first coach, absolutely loved her. She did so much work, but at that time she was a very strategy coach that taught me so much stuff to where I latched onto those stories and was like, Oh, I have to post every day. I have to do this every day, all this stuff. So it was like relearning those rules and knowing and having the confidence within your business and the knowledge in your business. Cause I feel like a lot of people, they're so good at something because I've done this. When I started chakra work, I was doing so much chakra work on my stuff. I wanted to start teaching other people, but I didn't have the confidence. I was like, I can't do that. Who am I? I'm not a Reiki healer. Mm -hmm. I am now. But at that time I wasn't (laughs) and all this stuff. And my coach had to like inspire me and uplift me and like, go back to all the stuff you've invested in, go back to all the stuff that you've talked about, the things you do with your friends, like what people tell you they see in you and like write that down into yourself and build yourself up with that. So it puts that confidence in your business and your own truth in your business. So I feel like sometimes in my own personal opinion in the coaching world, I can see people talking about the same stuff every single day, write content this way, this way, do it that way, engage with people that way. I had to really trust in my intuition. Like, well, how, what feels good to me? Because that was bringing me to burnout. I'm not mm-hmm. like that. And I've realized that there's a lot of people that aren't like that. And you have to realize that you will attract your people. They will attract their people, but you have to trust in what you can do and what you want to do with your business and what, how you want to speak and what you truly believe from your throat chakra, be connected to yourself and your business. Then you will attract those people that are connected to that. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I learned. Like when it came to chakras from my business was, I had to make my own rules. It's your business. It's your business that people don't realize that they're like, well, I have to do this. I have to No, (laughs) I got so burned out from it. And if you are into that, that's you. So it's like, what do I, what really feels good? Does it feel good for me to post every day? Sometimes it does for me. Sometimes I don't post for four days. Sometimes I post every day. It literally just depends on what feels good and not forcing anything because mm-hmm. force I feel like leads to frustration it leads to anxious it leads to anxiety it leads yeah. to worry burnout and when we are just kind of flowing but have the masculine structure to it too and trusting in ourselves you feel confident and you feel good and you allow yourself to take days off you allow yourself to work in your business when you're supposed to post what you want to post attract the clients that you want to attract and do the work you want to do Mm-hmm. Hopefully that answers your question. It really <laughs> Without does. Without going into every chakra. So. It really does. It's balance. It's intuition. It's self-awareness. It's yeah. 
self-love and it is self-embracing and it is putting all of those tools to task so that then you can know what best works for you and how to allow it to move you through. Because it's really funny, you know, you and I actually connected when we were both in the middle of transitioning our businesses yeah. as well. We're like, oh, but I started doing this, but wait a second, now I have to change and it's <laughs> looking more like this. And it's part yeah. of that. If we would have gotten stuck in old stories and old patterns about how things quote unquote have to be. Has to be, yeah. Yeah, that word. If you ever feel like you have to, if you feel like it's a should or a have, I would be very cautious and I would be very yeah. observant. Always notice the things you feel like you have to do or that you should do. Watch them, feel them in your body, feel them in your heart, root them into a true place and see what actually comes from that. Because most of the time when you feel like you have to do something or should do something, it's forceful. And you're absolutely yeah. right. Forceful intent creates nothing. That's why we have so many issues with our New Year's resolutions. They crumble because of two things. One, we again are used to that automatic ratification thing, and that just doesn't work. You really have to put time and you have to surrender and surrender and presence and root it and you know, be with it. And then also too, because it comes from a place of forceful intent. It is that last mm -hmm. minute. Oh no, there's a new year coming. Now what am I going to do? I'm going to have to do this. Have to, should, blah. And it just puts you in this space of forceful intent and nothing grows out of that. That actually makes things crumble apart. So it's about being very present with truth and about being very present with grace and knowing that setting true intentions means that you acknowledge that control is just an illusion yeah. and that what you do have is a choice and a place to step within yourself to assign matter powerfully, intelligently, intuitively, and then grow from there. But let me tell you, control just doesn't exist. So oh, that, I'm actually yes. stepping really into that within the past three weeks. So I started a new nanny family three weeks ago. Yeah, I just finished my third week with this new one. And with my old family, I was with them for three years and I had this schedule. I had everything mm -hmm. planned out and like, for three years was used to it and this started and it's totally different and I was like oh my gosh I'm freaking out I was like stressed I was burned out and I was like low on energy like I just knew I was like drowning in stress mm -hmm. and I like talked to my coach and she was like okay Audrey you know you do energy work like what's stressing you out I was like it's control I'm trying to control my business yeah. and a moment that I can't control it and it's driving me nuts. And she was like, you have to surrender to it. Like you have mm -hmm. to, if you don't want to show up for the week or if all you want to show up is cooking videos, which I have been doing <laughs> a lot of like cooking videos, stuff that I love to do or being a nanny, then just do that and surrender to the moment and your creative. Because I was also feeling a creative block in the middle of my launch. And mm. that like freaked me out because I was like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to do because I'm stressed out. And so when Cause that's going to happen in business and people don't realize like you're going to be stressed in your launch. Like your launch isn't going to flow. It's going to have peaks, highs, lows. That's business. It's mm -hmm. life. It's being aware and surrendering. So I told myself in the middle of my launch, okay, if I don't show up today, that's fine. I'm just going to have fun, do the work I got to do, adjust this new schedule. If I want to go home and sleep and not talk about anything launch wise or anything business wise, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And ended up, helping me to be more creative because I gave up the control of it. Mm -hmm. I surrendered and told God, like, I want this many people in the course 
I don't know what to do right now. So just help me speak the truth that I need to come out, have the words to say when it's time to speak mm-hmm. or the content to write when it's the time, but I'm going to give it to you to allow me to do it. <laughs> yes. But I think it's that presence. Curiously, I think it's that presence and that work that you've done to keep things balanced. And even balance is a word that I'm very cautious of. I like to say more uh, harmoniously, right? You work yeah. to be very harmonious within yourself and to allow the dualities within yourself to exist and flow freely and pay attention. And I think that that also gives you the permission and the tools to know the difference between honoring what you really need in that moment and pure just slothness or laziness because there is that key element as well like I go back to saying about intuition it's not about emotion it's about really knowing and it's the same when it comes I even tell my clients in terms of how whenever we're healing work or even if we're working on nutrition things I always say well understand though just because I'm saying give yourself permission to feel into each moment and know what's going to work best for you if in that moment for like a week, you decide that it feels really good for you to eat chocolate chip cookies for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner, then okay, do that. But no. But how are you feeling at the end of the week? That's the well, question yeah. I always ask myself. I'm like, two okay, things. yeah, yeah, it's, it's good for me things. to sleep in and not do any work <laughs> for two weeks. But how do I feel afterwards? I start exactly. To exactly. Question. That's it's, where the fear comes in. That's where, it's where we the also fear have to comes be. in. Aware where the disconnect comes in. Which is yes. your intuition. Yeah. You have to be aware of what your fears are. I'm like, oh, am I really just avoiding that? Like avoiding this conversation? It feels good for me to just not talk about it. Exactly. No, like are you avoiding that because it's an uncomfortable situation? Because yes. honestly, we are going yes. to have uncomfortable situations. Or are mm-hmm. you really just not like right now need to gather your words and come at it at a different time. Yes. Um, it's every, yeah. It's like, am I avoiding it because it's going to be hard and I don't want to do it? Or am I avoiding it because I really because honestly just have away. nothing mm-hmm. else to say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. That's part of it. I'm like, are you really, are you really listening to yourself and paying attention? And that's what you need at this moment. And then also, is it really sustainable? Do you feel like it's sustainable? Is it really serving you or are you just further closing sort of the blinders around yourself and not really listening, not really paying attention, just avoiding, running away, forcing. Are you still caught in the same pattern, but using the the idea that what you're doing is giving yourself freedom, permission, and grace to yeah. do this. Exactly. And there is exactly. a difference and you will know it. There's you a, will yeah. have that knowledge. You will feel it. You'll be like, man, I'm tired of this. Like I keep doing this. I keep doing this. Because mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. myself a lot of times with habits that I do, which and in, in your healing journey, you're going to have habits that keep coming up. That's the ego sure. is going to keep coming in. And I'm like, are you really done doing this? <laughs> and I'll, like with my ex-boyfriend that I kept around for three years until I finally was just like, man, no, I really tapped into my energy and nope, you're not good for me. Like, why didn't I realize it? But that's okay. Cause it's like, I yeah. learned something from it that was like, now I know what I want for a relationship. Now I know what I'm yes. looking for. And that's where yes. like a lot of our habits, the things we keep repeating. And when we finally realize it and we change it, those are the things that you're going to keep bringing into your life and manifesting. Otherwise, like mm-hmm. I believe God, I don't think he's playing a trick on you, but I do think he keeps putting it into your face to see yes. if you're really going through it. If he's like, yes. are you done? Or you need a little bit more love <laughs> on it. Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think we do that a lot. We fool ourselves into believing that because we quote unquote learned our lesson, it's not going to happen again, but is it really healed? Have we really cemented something new into it? Or mm-hmm. do we need to go back and look at it a different way? You know, it's so it's one of those, yeah. I agree with you. I think that the universe and God and spirit 
have a really funny sense of humor and they have a way of going, okay, cool. You learned this lesson. Let's see. <laughs> then yeah. And they'll present it to it. you in different ways. And then yeah. you really sit down, you'll be like, man, that was actually the same way. Cause my ex-boyfriend yes. literally came back every different ways. But when I like sat down and journal about it, I was like, came back in every single way the same way like okay I see you now God like I'm getting the point <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly but, uh, yes and it yes and it, it again it all go it all goes back to paying attention being present listening having that sense of knowing and allowing mm-hmm. yourself to remember surrender to grace embrace fall into love and then grow from there but yeah <laughs> oh yes. also for the record if you if everybody's listening to this and you're going but wait what about the cookie thing I'm listen two things <laughs> number one you will hear me say this constantly but all foods fit yes you can eat everything number two i promise you you start eating cookies morning day and night you're gonna get over it <laughs> you yeah. eventually your body's like enough so there Especially are also ways in which yes healthier which is that balance you're gonna start craving more <laughs> yeah well there are ways in which we need to give ourselves permission to embody yeah. spaces we've been taught again if you feel like you should or can't or should I think or that's wouldn't or whatever life, yeah we just like food like as a spiritual mentor, yeah. sometimes in the beginning, I felt like I had to be doing this routine yes. every day. I felt like I yes. had to be meditating every day because if not, I'm not a mentor. I, <laughs> I still drink alcohol. Yeah. I felt like I had to quit alcohol because of this. It was like those stories that were in my head from other people, the external world. I was like, external. whoa, wait a minute. Like finding that balance, like I can still be spiritual because spiritual to me means Mm-hmm. I know myself internally mm-hmm. while I'm drinking this bottle of wine like, yes. <laughs> and having fun with my girlfriends and letting loose, which is my sacral chakra. And the people that don't drink and go through that big spiritual growth, it could have been something to do with like their childhood that we have no idea of why they chose that. And they can be finding different outlets that mm-hmm. we don't know about. And like, that's mm-hmm. the whole thing of, every, that's just, I just use Spiritual is an example because that was something that I went through. Yeah. I felt for like the longest time I had to quit drinking and that was like the, but then I had to find the balance within like my spiritual self and mm-hmm. knowing that I'm always spiritual, even when I'm not meditating. Yes. Because it's not, because find... I think a lot of people, when they think of spiritual, they're like, oh, you just meditate all the time. I'm like, no. Yes. Really I not. think we all find different <laughs> shades of that within our own spaces, right? When I first started teaching yoga, the whole thing was everybody was vegan. And so I went at it yes. for a little bit. And then eventually I realized my body was actually intuitively telling me, hey, we need eggs today. Or hey, we, you know, would like some of this protein because my body doesn't operate the same way as it did back then. And it yeah. changes. And it's a constant shift. I think one thing to say about all of that is don't feel like you're stuck. Don't feel like you get caught up in one thing and you have to embody that one thing perpetually, always, forever in the same way because you're yeah, going we to change. change. We're you're going to changing. shift. You're going to move into something different. And maybe, yes, yesterday you needed, you know, chocolate. And then maybe tomorrow you realize, eh, okay, you do better with pears. I don't know. I'm giving a silly example. Yep. And I'm talking about yeah, food because no. I'm hungry also. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it yes. Goes, I think we have season in our life and every season it all goes back to tapping into yourself, tapping into your energy, your intuition. What do you need this season? What do you need this day? I swear I have different seasons. Sometimes in the summer, I'm more go, go, go. Winter Mm -hmm. is more very slow for me. That's my seasons. Yeah. No, I get it. But that's like life sometimes. That's me during the days. sometimes. One day is very slow. One Mm -hmm. day is go, go, go Mm -hmm. or anything like that. 
Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I love that, Audrey. We're getting close to time. So I (laughs) I know we could go all day, I'm sure. We're getting close to time. So I want to ask you one final question. And then at the end of that, well, I'll ask you two final questions. So if you had one thing to leave the listeners with in terms of how to fully step into their power and how to become uplifted, what would that be? Mm. My, I guess my biggest thing to step into your power is if you can X out the external world and by that is maybe give yourself some time from social media. Sometimes going back internal to yourself can Mm -hmm. help you find your own power, really writing down everything you love, what you're good at, who you want to be, what, like asking those deep questions to find your power within yourself. And when it, if you do have a coach going into your coach, and looking at it as more of a relationship of someone to empower you and to mentor you and not someone to have the answers for you. Also give yourself grace. Every single time that you find yourself beating yourself up for like, man, I should have been doing this. Man, I shouldn't have been scrolling on social media. Love yourself. Say, I forgive myself. I spent an hour mm-hmm. on social media when I should have been doing this. I forgive myself. I love myself. Tomorrow I choose differently mm-hmm. or the next hour I choose differently. And just like taking it moment by moment, day by day, exiting up the external world as much as you can for a little bit until you're ready for the external world. And I'm not saying like put yourself in a room and don't talk to anybody, <laughs> but yes. maybe getting off social media. Cause that, that was me when I had to step into my power, I had to step off of social media for, it only lasted for three days for me. Sometimes it lasts two weeks for people. Mm-hmm. whatever you feel to step into your power of what you truly know. I love it. Oh, beautiful. And then the final thing is if you could tell the listeners where they can find you. Yes. Um, so I'm more open on Instagram or not open. That was the first word that came more active on Instagram than Facebook, but you can find me either one. I prefer Instagram because I do more stories, more stuff on Instagram um, my Instagram handle is the dot sunflower dot soul. And it's Audrey Powell or Audrey Janae, which is J-E-N-E-E, which is my middle name. And you can find me on Facebook as Audrey Janae, Audrey, middle name, J-E-N-E-E. Yeah, those are my two places. I link tree. I have stuff on my, in my bio on Instagram. I do most of my work on Instagram. Yay. Oh my gosh, Audrey. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And yes, I'm sure I'll ask you to do this again sometime soon, but for now, thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you too. So there you have it. Beautiful souls. I hope that this episode was enlightening to you. And if you have any comments or questions about chakras, or if you yourself use any practices that we didn't cover in the show or if you've had any experiences that you want to share for example just as Audrey and I said we both went into chakra work when we met with a Reiki healer so perhaps that happened to you or you came across them in a different way I would love to hear from you so feel free to reach out to me you can always email me at info at nourishingpaths.com and you can find me on social media on Instagram at nourishing underscore paths and I look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to leave a review for the show and I will see you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. 